0: I'm Richard Anbe. And I'm Duncan McLeod. This is Talk Central, episode 148, for the weekend starting 17 June 2016. Talk Central is brought to you by Tech Central, the home of intelligent technology
1: journalism. On Talk Central this week, we chat about Microsoft's blockbuster acquisition of LinkedIn. Also this week, 4D Capital's new tech fund, LifeQ's deal with Garmin, and Showmax on DSTV.
0: Let's get the show on the road. <laughs> Welcome to the show. How's it, going? How's it, Duncan? Different setting for today's recording. Yeah, we're uh, trying to switch things up a little bit, actually experimenting with a little bit of, I don't know, shall I say it? Yeah, I'll go for it. 360 video. We're just uh, playing around with the rig that, I'm, that I've got that I'm uh, using for some other video work. And uh, if you see this, it means that the test went well. If you don't see it, uh, keep an eye out for next week when uh, we do it again.
1: Yeah, so um, there's a um, Rekha's got uh, how many ca- how many GoPros are connected to that rig?
0: So there are six GoPro Euro Four Black editions, right? Um, and on a Freedom three Freedom three hundred and sixty rig, uh, you can buy it online at Freedom Freedom three hundred and sixty, and it's essentially a company that uh, built this three D printed yeah. uh, casing that you can put uh, all the cameras on, like you can see there. Yeah, um, they're each basically pointing in a different uh, direction. Um, and then you stitch them together with some beautiful software called Autopano. Okay. Um, not a very cheap exercise, I must tell sure, you. Sure, but sure. If you've six GoPros in there, right? it's going <laughs> to set you back a good 40, 50 grand, right? <laughs> yeah, that's well, going to be a few rand there. Yeah. Um, so now it's. Now, now, just trying to shoot some cool video and uh, and then yeah. see what we can do with it. Really cool. experimenting.
1: Well, we'll see how this comes out. If it uh, if it looks good, we'll um, we'll we'll dump it onto YouTube. Uh, if uh, if you don't see a video link with this uh, particular podcast, then you'll know the video didn't look as nice as we thought it was going to. Um,
0: Maybe I'll just do a clip if anything. I think we're just trying to figure yeah. out also kind of length and stuff. Do you want sure. to watch a twenty minute three sixty degree video? I don't know, mm. but uh, we'll
1: see. But let's see how let's see how it works out. But uh, it's uh, it's glowing red and ominously in the corner of this. Uh, office we're sitting at the nav world offices in randberg and uh yeah it's been interesting to see how this uh how this turns out. Wait for the camera. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. We'll also do a photograph of so you can see what it looks like. Cool.
1: But, yeah. So, let's get into the six news. And uh, well, Actually, before we do the news, and I uh, must apologize, by the way, last week we, uh, we did our quiz and we forgot to give you the answers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll endeavor not to do that in this week's episode. So, uh, let's get kicked off with that. Rafa, do you want to ask the first question? Yes.
0: <laughs> Who is providing most of the money for 40R Capital's new tech fund? Second
1: question, which company other than Microsoft reportedly made a bid this week to buy
0: LinkedIn? The third question, Naspers is said to be planning to sell which online auction website business?
1: Fourth question, Sony has launched a new flagship Android smartphone
0: in South Africa this past week. What is it called? And uh, I don't know if you would have missed this because it's quite big news. But what is the name of Apple's new desktop operating system announced at WWDC earlier this week? And we're not looking for Mac OS. We're looking for the the actual name. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Great. Well, let's uh, let's get started with the show. And um, there's one headline that's really dominated tech news worldwide this week, and that's Microsoft's 26.2 billion dollar—that's 400 billion rand—acquisition <laughs> of LinkedIn. Um, and uh, when I first saw the headline pop across my terminal this week, I thought, "What?" <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a lot of money. But I guess LinkedIn has been a hot property, even though you know it's been highly contested. I guess people don't quite know what to do with it. But it's been a very popular. D is LinkedIn. Uh, from time to time, yeah, I, I find it a valuable tool to to kind of just quickly look at people who they are, where they're from, who they worked with. I As find, it, I find yeah. that invaluable.
1: Yes, um, you, you you want to do some research on someone you're interviewing or someone you're writing about, you just pop onto LinkedIn to see their career history. That's a yeah, brilliant exactly, aspect. Of exactly. It. Um, but but personally, I don't. I find I don't use it. Um, maybe it's because I'm not a job hot corporate job yeah, hopping type. Yeah. Um, you know, I. I All I seem to do on there is is go on there to accept uh, friend requests or or contact requests and then leave again. Um, And I know I get a lot of spam from LinkedIn, they're a very spammy network. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know they can probably be adjusted in the settings but certainly by default uh, they send a lot of uh, spam to inbox
0: yeah yeah a lot of people a lot of people just turn out requests to try and meet uh, mm. meet new people, but I do find it useful just to look at people's history who they are and it's it's really more of a networking tool just to kind of get that quick yeah. overview of the background yeah more than anything else I also don't really use it for 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 the job aspect yeah but I guess we're not in that industry we kind of we're not mm. looking for work and I, I know a lot of people that are actually out there Actions you know they with, use it you know, especially health. in the corporate side you know when when you have worked with various corporate entities it's a good place to kind of keep track of it for people yeah. to see your experience um, mm. but uh, I think I think they're going to get a lot of value out of it but LinkedIn on its own it's it's also been I don't know it, it, it kind of needs something else to, to, to make it a much better social network it's yeah. not the best user interfaces I've worked with a yeah. little tricky to use pages for business yeah um so hopefully Microsoft can inject some some different life into it. I just hope that uh, they put the good stuff in and, and not take the good stuff out.
1: I just have to wonder what the ultimate play here is for Microsoft, though. I mean, it can't just be about buying LinkedIn and, and building that. And there has to be some sort of integration play here as well with, with Microsoft services, mm, mm. be it the cloud offerings, be it um, Microsoft Office, be it Link, or... Um, what was that acquisition they made of that IM Office, IM platform a couple yeah, years was ago? It was it? Yeah, it wasn't um, Link. Uh, no, no. Um, uh, it wasn't Link. It was something else. Um. No, you
0: know, not Yammer or any of those. Yammer. It was Yammer. Yammer. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I can imagine those tools and maybe Skype as well being integrated somehow. But I'm, I can't quite picture in my mind how that integration would happen. Yeah,
0: you know, I think Office, the, 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 the business side is probably the strongest angle for me. Because, you know, with their business software tools, Office, mm. uh, I guess they're trying to create... So, a, a social connection there with their software somewhere, um, but maybe also it's just a matter of owning owning a network that they see value in. A social mm. network that they see a lot of value in. Um,
1: and Bill Gates made some very interesting comments um, on Friday. He said that uh, that he sees this deal um, as about being about Microsoft turning the what was his exact phrase? Let me get it up. He said something along the lines of being the Facebook of. Of uh, of careers, Facebook for careers. Yes,
0: Facebook for careers.
1: Um, which is an interesting one because, you know, LinkedIn for me is a place, is not a place I, I go to to... Um, I mean, Facebook is something I check in when I've got some spare time. Mm,
0: mm. Uh,
1: you know, it's something I want to actually go in to see what my friends are doing and pictures they're posting and that sort of thing. I don't go to LinkedIn um, out of curiosity. I go, you know, I go there to to research a specific thing. Um, I, don't, I don't go there to find out, you know, what's what's my
0: friend Bob up to mm. uh, in in his career. Um, maybe they maybe they see see an angle there to turn it into a place where it's careers or or, or, or business-only social networking. I don't know how successful that will be. I know a lot of people, I mean, when I log in there once a week, twice a week, um, a lot of people are using it as kind of a newsy delivery platform Mm. for business-related stuff. Yeah. But even us with with the stuff that we've done with Tech Central, you don't see a lot of value coming through there. No, I, I don't. I don't we, see a lot of eyeballs coming from LinkedIn.
1: No, we. we I mean, a lot of our tra- traffic is driven through Google Plus, funnily enough, mm. and through and and more even more through Facebook. But LinkedIn, yeah, very little, very
0: yeah. little. Yeah, I, th- I see a lot of value in Facebook for that same reason. But mm. yeah. More research tool than anything else, but let's, yeah. let's, let's see what they've got up, uh, up their sleeves. But it's an interesting one. It
1: now emerges that there may have been a bidding war of some sort going on behind the scenes because uh, uh, there was a report this week that, uh, or after the acquisition was announced, that Salesforce.com, which is a very mm. fast-growing and aggressive um, cloud-based CRM software business software company, uh, suggestions that they, in fact, also were bidding for LinkedIn uh so the price might have been pushed up because it's a spectacular price it's a 50% premium to the um closing price the day the, the business day before the offer was made uh, $26 billion, a lot of money, especially if you consider that over the last year LinkedIn's finances have, you know, have, have not been great, the share price has been under pressure, uh, and I, I think they've been reporting an operating loss for a period of several quarters. So um, it, it's, you know, it's not as if Microsoft is buying a, f- a booming, flying business here, they, yeah. they
0: actually are having some difficulties. I was uh, just looking at the user numbers though, do you think they could be buying this for, for the user base? I'm sure seen, they are. We've seen a lot I'm of sure applications being bought for that reason. Sure they are. Sure They're they sitting at about 433 million users. Yeah. I'd like to know what percentage of that is active on a yeah. daily basis.
1: I suspect it's a tiny subset of that total.
0: Uh, that's the other problem with LinkedIn. I mean, a lot of times I get to a page and the person's information is outdated so yeah. that's a very real issue yeah. with that too.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe they just need to make it sexier.
1: The other worry, of course, is that uh, Microsoft has made a number of acquisitions, blockbuster acquisitions now that um, haven't worked, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to put it bluntly. Uh, there was that acquisition of a Quantive a couple of years ago, which mm-hmm. is that big advertising website which they basically wrote down, wrote off, uh, but it was a dud. They bought Nokia, we all know yeah, what, happened what happened there. there you know? Massive write-downs and job losses, um, it was a disaster in effect. And now another attempt at a major acquisition. Um, You know, they bought Skype a couple of years ago. Arguably, that was a little more successful. Yeah, yeah. Um, But you know, this is a big company they're buying here. It's their biggest acquisition in history by far.
0: Um, What's the value that we can see? You know,
1: can we trust Microsoft not to screw this one up? Like they screwed up Nokia, like they screwed up a Quantive.
0: You know, I often look at these big acquisitions and I think, you know, the guy that makes the decision to buy these big companies for these massive amounts of money, maybe it's just a question of, I've got the money to buy it, I want to just get it before anybody else does. Yeah. Well, there's no doubt doubt Microsoft can afford it. I mean, this
1: is an all-cash deal, right? All-cash. And it's $26 billion and it it, um, only makes a fairly minor dent on Microsoft's balance sheet. They're sitting with $96 billion in cash in Rand terms it's one and a half trillion Rand oh, that's um, nice. so they've got a lot of money um, so you know they, they can afford to do deals like this uh, the question is is this the right deal for Microsoft and um, I think we'll only know the answer to that question two or three years from now once they've embedded the acquisition and done the integration work that they've planning mm, to
0: do mm. uh, you know. look I can see Microsoft using it for, 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 for the business side more than mm. any other company but we'll see and what do Microsoft's competitors do now that use
1: LinkedIn Um do they trust Microsofts uh, to not look at all the data all the you know job hunting they're doing and all the rest of it? You know, IBM, <laughs> Apple, Google, yeah, and those
0: guys do a lot of business oh, on uh, LinkedIn, LinkedIn. Exactly, yeah. Oracle—they
1: they're all active on LinkedIn. And uh, you know, now, now your uh, one of your biggest competitors is is you know owns the platform. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you continue to use it? I think Microsoft's going to very clearly have to put up some very strict Chinese walls. Yeah. Um, to to ensure that there isn't that um, loss of... Um,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was just thinking, yes. as you're saying that, I mean, I really just hope that I don't put SharePoint in the back of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's all
1: I have to say on that one. <laughs> anyway, so that's uh, that's the big story that we week, undoubtedly, is the acquisition of uh, LinkedIn. And um, it's going to be fascinating over the coming years to see how that integration work happens and exactly how Microsoft... Tries to turn this platform, which I think is a there's a lot of potential there, but um, you know it requires a lot of work as well. Yeah. And and there are acquisitions of the past few years have not exactly um, inspired that much confidence in their ability to do something like this. Yeah. Anyway, another big story this week coming back to South Africa, uh, and a really positive story I think. Rechlat was um, the news that uh, MMI Holdings, which uh, is the uh, jsc listed holding company of. Momentum, the big um, health and um, life insurance company, and Metropolitan, um, and amongst a m- number of other companies, uh, is investing um, a hu- the vast majority of a new f- fund um, to be managed by 4DI Capital, uh, which is Stellenbosch-based um, venture capital f- a firm in which Justin Stanford and others are involved. That um, <clears throat> that fund is uh, they've raised 256 million rand for a first close for investment in South African <coughs> uh, fintech, insurance, insurance tech and health tech, uh, early stage and growth stage startup businesses. So a big big whack of cash that's um, become available for investments in very specific areas, growth areas in globally in, in, in the space. Uh, it'd be interesting to see uh, you know if they're able to put that full amount of money to use in the South mm. African context specifically because they're specifically looking at South African startups uh, and forty, i this is 40 dis second fund, uh, their first fund they've invested in a number of interesting uh, businesses including St- Snapped which is the mm-hmm. uh, web acceleration, they're a whole lot of stuff like web acceleration and um, enterprise software. That business has done incredibly well, Joburg based, they sell exclusively online uh, and they've, they're in I think they've got 50,000 customers around the world now so that's one of the forty di investments. And the other one, really, the one I find most interesting and I don't know if you've had a look at them Rechard, uh, it's a company called LifeQ. Also started out yes. in in Stellenbosch. Uh, they this week. I'm going to talk talk a bit about that in a moment. They, they've just signed a big deal with. In fact, let's talk about it now because it's um it's I'm on our it's on that. our notes coming up this for this episode. They they, they were also funded by um by by uh 4 di Capital. Now they've um just signed a big deal with Garmin uh to, well we're not sure of the details yet, but it's a mm-hmm. partnership deal. Now LifeQ is doing some really interesting th- things mm-hmm. around what they call biomathematics. It's real propeller head stuff, but um, it's they're basically looking to take the measurement of human body functions to the next level. You know, the the smart device manufacturers have pretty much perfected things like measuring heart rate now yeah, and uh, that sort of thing. But these guys want to take it really to the next step, um, to to really start to understand. Um, to really understand the, the, the metrics of your health and to really provide posi- real feedback to both you and potentially to yeah. your insurance company as well, which I'm not sure is a good <laughs> idea. Um, so they're doing some fascinating stuff. I'd, I'd recommend just going on to Tech Central and searching LifeQ, one word, mm. and, and having a read-up about them. Uh, but fascinating, <clears throat> fascinating company signing this deal with Garmin this week, presumably to integrate their. Body function measurements and technology uh, into future
0: uh, Garmin wearables. Yeah, and that's that, that kind of technology is certainly the next peak because everything yeah. that we uh, I'm just at the there, but everything we, 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 we can't measure now. Uh, you know, there's this level of stuff. I mean, you've been playing mm-hmm. with that scale, and even though the 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 some of the metrics it gives you is based on your height and weight, it's not kind yeah. of the accurate body mass index sure. or water.
1: Well, the BMI is right, because that's a pure Based calculation, but case, certainly yes.
0: your bone density
1: yes, and all that stuff a is a guesstimate, yeah. But, um, you know, they, they've, they invest, they're they working on three technologies. Um, I think one of them is a, a, them is a um, what you call it, a, a contact lens of some description. Um, but they're, they're a fascinating little startup, and, uh, well, not, not so little anymore. They're expanding <laughs> rapidly. I think they've established offices in the U.S., um and uh, and growing quickly so um that that was all part of the first fund of this 40i capital snapped of course has also raised funds from uh, convergence partners which is the mm-hmm. uh, business started by and dilen who is the chairman of dimension data africa mm-hmm. um but I, I think it's great just great news that um here's a big corporate in south africa mmi holdings one of the biggest um, conglomerates in south africa investing uh investing uh, effectively almost 250 million mm-hmm. rand uh, in 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 tech startups, it can only be good for the ecosystem. Oh yeah, very
0: good for startups. And if you, I mean, obviously it's going to bring the best business to the front. Mm. Really like that. Yeah. At the
1: same time, they're now anou- they've announced that they're investing about thirty million euros in um, in in, uh, in uh, through Anthemus, which is a UK-based uh, investment uh, and advisory firm, mm. uh, to invest in similar businesses on a global basis. But good to see they're p- they're putting the money here at home as well uh, on. On betting on South African,
0: oh yeah, definitely. Uh, and and just just coming back to the to the to, to the Garmin acquisition, it's, it's interesting that it's the second time Garmin has looked at Stellenbosch-based mm. companies. It's not an acquisition though; it's just a oh, po- yeah, yeah, it's sorry, just a partnership right, at this
1: partners. stage. There may be an acquisition down the line, but you're right; it's the second. time A lot time. of there's good there's stuff there.
0: coming out of Stellenbosch. <laughs> remind <laughs> us, what the other um, one was? That was the bike radar, Ikubu uh, Kubu, yeah, Ikubu, Yeah, they did the radar technology for for bikes, and Garmin bought that and turned it into a product called the um, the Varia. Okay, um, but yeah. It's exciting technology coming yeah. out of that little town, yeah. and good beer too. So maybe there's something. Maybe there's something Anyway, maybe it's time for us to move down there. I yeah, yeah, I think so. And they've got good broadband, so we'll be able to live stream. I think that's that's all we need. <laughs> all, we, yeah, all we need <laughs> is broadband. <laughs> Could be sitting in the
1: middle of the Pacific Ocean as long as we've got a decent broadband connection, we uh, can do yeah. anything.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Anyway, um, we need to take a
2: break. Uh, we'll be back right after this message from our sponsors hello world hello information hello uploads and downloads hello streaming videos and low latency hello blogs and vlogs hello crystal clear video calls hello increased productivity hello online learning hello cloud hello long lost friends and missed connections hello limitless possibilities and instant gratification say hello to premium high speed fiber from vox telecom pleasure guaranteed Visit voxtelecom.co.za for more information. Chicken or beef? Chicken or beef? There are so many companies offering fibre at the moment, but with Vox Telecom's premium high-speed fibre, you'll be joining the Smile High Club.
0: Duck or salmon, sir?
2: We call it business class fibre. We guarantee our uptime and can tailor our services to suit your needs and budget say hello to business class fiber from vox telecom visit voxtelecom.co.za for more information
1: well welcome back to the show so rehat um did you see this announcement this week about Showmax going on to dstv yeah that was quite an interesting kind of
0: move yeah i think backwards move almost yeah i thought show yeah Showmax on a channel but i guess it makes sense if you want to broaden the the, the scope of the offering, right? offering yeah
1: yeah um, so the announcement effectively is: you can now get, get Showmax through a, an upgrade to the PVR, and it's only the latest PVR, the Explorer. Uh, you can now access Showmax provided you have an internet connection on your PVR, mm. uh, which means you need to get one of those Wi-Fi dongles that DSTV sells, or you need to plug in an Ethernet cable, uh, because the box does not have Wi-Fi yeah. the, yeah. as standard. Um, so they sell it. I think it's called the DSTV Connect or Connector, if I'm not mistaken, um, which provides Wi-Fi access. But really, what you want to do if you want to, you know, stream video through your PVR is you want to hook it up to Ethernet. Yeah, that's Because uh, Wi-Fi is not ideal, uh, especially if you're connecting this thing behind your TV, where it's a bit mm-hmm. hidden from your from the Wi-Fi signal. Yeah. Um, so they've announced that you can now watch Showmax on, on DSTV, provided you have a a, um, a PVR. Explorer pVR um, so seeing this integration now between nas and um, through these nicepass entities um, we, we were always told that they were kind of being set up in competition with each other um, now perhaps it's suggesting that you know they 're more synergistic than we previous yeah. might previously they might previously have suggested they were uh, but an interesting move by um by MultiChoice to do this, uh, or NASPAS rather. Mm. And it raises the question of whether at some point, and I, I strongly suspect the answer is no unless they're forced to by regulators, but it does raise the question about whether technically w- what happens if Netflix comes knocking on MultiChoice's door and say, um, may we please also have access to your box? Uh, since you've shown it's not technically capable Showmax, it will surely be technically possible for us or any of the other video-on-demand companies like on uh, mm. TV or any of the others that have launched in the last few years. Also to have access to that lucrative DSTV subscriber base. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm 99.999% certain that MultiChoice will tell to, where, where to get off. Um, but what happens that down the line if the regulators come along or if Netflix goes to the competition commission and says... Uh, um, uh, you know, we'd like to be on this box. It's you know, this is a competitive, you know, diff- yeah. necessity for us in this market. Uh, can you force multi choice to provide us with access? Would that be the right thing to do? I don't know. Um, but it's an interesting debate to have, anyway, theoretical debate. Because yeah. I'm, I'm DST, would tell Netflix to go away. Yeah, no, definitely.
0: Mm. But it it is a very interesting move, and I almost see it as a multi-choice or trying to own that player space that Apple's done so well with Apple TV, where, Mm. you know, they provide a player platform. Mm. Um, They obviously realize that uh, DSTV subscribers also want access to these things, and I'm sure they've seen a lot of their subscribers signing up for these services Mm. to explore and see, is it worth it? Mm. By bringing it closer to home, potentially they... Keep the existing subscribers. Mm. Make it easier for these guys to get access to these additional services. Mm. Um, maybe they're testing it out for future, uh, you know, bundled type offerings. It yeah. does bring up all those other questions you raised with Netflix yeah. coming on board.
1: It's uh. an interesting one. Yeah, um, we have. They haven't disclosed it, but it'd be interesting to know how many, um, how many of their PVR users have connected those boxes to the internet. Mm. I suspect it's probably quite a small number. Yeah. Um, I would be very surprised if it's above twenty five percent. I agree. I uh, agree. Um, but I mean, I've done it with my PVR just because I'm. You have to. I'm, I have <laughs> uh, to. It's an experiment, key. <laughs> um, and it works quite well. I mean, you can watch catch up shows just streamed over the internet on, on your on your box, mm. um, but certainly Showmax brings a, a new dimension to it. And I think it's particularly um, going to appeal to the the, the non technical audience who. Who either couldn't be bothered or, or is frightened of connecting some newfangled device like an Apple TV mm-hmm. or a Chromecast mm-hmm. device or something else to their TV in order to access the streaming
0: on-demand service? Yeah, yeah. Because I certainly think it's not a bad move from them. They're owning another part of the market, mm-hmm. um, but it'll be interesting to see how it. But it does, it does, are.
1: it does raise some interesting questions about what it means from a competi- competition perspective. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, especially in light of the fact that they really punted this. Uh, the fact that Showmax was going to be completely separate from mm. Multi Choice. Now it's, a, it's another service on top of Multi Choice. Although you can still
0: buy it separately, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully we'll see some unbundling of some other packages that they can sell separately, like this, and Showmax is just one of them. Yeah. I don't know we can only wish.
1: <laughs> anyway. So, um,. We haven't touched on it yet. Um, Richard, I don't know if there's anything else. I, th- I thought the whole presentation was a bit, uh, a bit meh, to put it, <laughs> to, 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 for lack of a better word. Um, but um, did you, well, you, you watched D, uh, WWDC, Apple's big developer conference this week. Uh, the Wall Street analysts that I uh, that um, were quoted in Bloomberg and elsewhere this week about it were all quite positive about it. Um, it all struck me as being a bit of catch up, really. Um, mm. they're, they're also all playing in this artificial intelligence space there was a lot of catch up in terms of messaging. Both Google and Apple seem to be very worried about Facebook and its messaging capabilities. Um, Was anything else that jumped out at you? What about this copy and paste across multiple devices?
0: I loved loved a lot of the things I said, but also it it kind of was the things that uh, we kind of expected in previous versions. Um, So It's it's small increments in some of the changes and some of the new features they brought in, which uh, a lot of them I like. Oh, nothing major nothing that made me go wow mm. um as a mac user i do i'm looking forward to the new features it's nice to know that there'll be an enhanced functionality to my devices my ecosystem i'm glad Siri's finally coming to the desktop oh uh, yeah oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah i don't know what it took apple so long i mean cortana has been in windows for ages yeah it seems like it seemed like such an obvious mm. thing to add very early on mm. um yeah uh, i watched i watched the presentation over three or three nights um, Okay. just to kind of get through it all yeah um but yeah i, I really enjoyed it uh but i'm trying to think there was one thing that i that they talked spoke about that i thought was really interesting and i think it may have been to do with uh, the the music side or the, the music apps. oh they did relaunch um, um apple music yeah. yeah yeah and there was some again it's kind of stuff that they should have done years ago uh, yeah. but as apple use i'm happy i'm happy for these changes i, I don't know if if it's uh, Wow, enough to mm. to make me change my mind if I'm a user that's yeah. kind of deciding to buy Apple. Yeah, um, uh, the Apple Watch stuff was also quite interesting. The, the kind of the the Apple Watch is becoming more responsive now, which is uh, faster. It's faster. A lot yeah, of people have yeah, yeah. said, "Wow, that's fantastic," which suggests that it really has been. It has been an issue. You know, yeah. but, but, I, but I would, yeah.
1: I mean, I, don't, I haven't used an Apple Watch. I'm obviously. not a user other, so um, for me, I've that's looked at really it really briefly. But mean, but, but people cool. have spoken to said you know, that was much needed. The speed and performance yeah, improvements. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been how long now since the Apple Watch came out? It must be coming off for two Three years. Two
0: years,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder when they're going to do a hardware refresh. Presumably, mm, just, when the iPhone is announced later this year. Yeah, the new iPhone. Which is September, I think they usually announce that. <clears throat> yeah, more time, to, more reason to spend money, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I learned one thing in this business uh, over the years is never buy the first generation of a hardware product. Yeah. If you bought the first yeah. iPhone, you would have been disappointed. If you bought the first Apple Watch, I think you've been disappointed. Mm, mm. Um, although the amount of time it's taken for Apple Watch 2 to come, at least, you know, you, you don't have buyer's remorse. Six
0: months later, yeah. Um, and I, I love the fact that the software obviously works on the older devices, and I think that's always been one of Apple's strengths. Yes. I mean, my old Mac computer at uh, yeah. home will be able to run the new software. Oh, will it? Right okay. There, yeah. So uh, it's, yeah. you know, you continually get the benefits of, yeah. of new operating system. And new I think speakers. my 2007 iMac is no longer going to be. Switched. Yeah, that that was, <laughs> uh,
1: that was <laughs> which still runs fine actually, <laughs> on uh, whatever. I think it's running. Al Capitan, mm. um, and it's, it runs fine. Although I did swap it out with an SSD with your, your assistance, actually. Oh, yes,
0: yes. Um, now, that makes a huge difference. Mm, it does,
1: yeah. yeah. In fact, I, I recommend that to anyone with an older laptop or computer that's that's running slowly. Just mm. swap the hard drive out with an SSD, and just, it'll be like a new machine. It really is.
0: And if you have one of the older Macs with a uh, CD-ROM drive, you can actually have the CD-ROM drive taken out and replaced with another storage Okay. Drive. Um, I know a lot of people SSD or yeah, SSD or, or hard drive, or hard drive. Yeah. Okay, um, to give you two drives in your Mac yeah. um, if you don't need. I mean, yeah, who's nah, used optical drives? No, I haven't.
1: <laughs> you don't need them anymore. <laughs> no, it's
0: crazy. It's yeah. crazy how times have changed. Yeah, yeah indeed, indeed. I'm still not ready to go to a laptop though with just one port. No, neither am I. In fact, I'm <laughs> close to buying a USB three port extender just so I can get oh, really? 7 or 8 or 9 yeah. USB 3 ports because there's so many things I always want to yeah. uh, copy and paste and plug in and leave plugged in yeah, um,
1: yeah. I mean I'm just looking at your, your, your MacBook Pro here you've got um, four things connected to it you've got an HDMI you've got a mouse USB, you've got uh, yeah. the mic for this podcast and the power. I mean, yeah. you couldn't do this on a on a MacBook with the one, the new one, with the one. No, no. You can't. Unless you get magic adapters. One of those, yeah, but again, I you don't
0: know. The First generation product. I'm not confident with the bandwidth mm. throughput on those yet. Mm. At least, yeah, I know each of my ports have got their own bus on the motherboard, so yeah. Yeah. you know they'll perform like they should. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Anyway.
1: Good. Well, that covers the news this week. Let's move on to our regular features. Um, our winner this week is an obvious one, uh, and that is the chief executive officer of Vodacom, whose salary
0: doubled. Oh, nice. Uh, in the 2016 financial year. I um, asked for a double salary the other day and it uh, was refused, so I don't know. Why? What, <laughs>
1: <laughs> what horrible bastard. You know?
0: <laughs> <Anyway>. Myself. Myself.
1: <laughs> so. Um, so Shamil's salary uh going up to twenty two million Rand, that included about fourteen or fifteen million Rand in bonus payments, uh short term incentive bonus. Um and let's 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 um admit or 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 say up front that Vodacom's results for the twenty sixteen financial year were fantastic.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: so that's clearly you know where most of his, his um his packages come from this time around, but uh, 22 million rand—good uh, money, <laughs> good oh, money. Very good. But v- Vodacom is firing on all cylinders at the moment, so uh, maybe he—maybe uh, it is completely justified.
0: Well, it's nice to see that kind of thing, yeah. If the mm. company are, is performing, yeah,
1: yeah. Loser this week. Uh, have you had a chance to see the new Top Gear yet? I know we spoke I about d- it briefly on the last year. I did. Show. I
0: watched parts of it. So I kind of just scraped through. Watched the, uh, you know, kind of just. See, see all the things that I was hearing about, yeah. and um, yeah, everything I heard about, just uh, the crew not quite uh, sparking. Mm. It has yeah. been true. You know? mm. it's entertaining, but it's not the whole Top Gear by no, any means. No, it's not. And uh, it's a different show.
1: Yeah, the second episode or was it? The third episode? I think I think it's it the third episode it achieved its lowest ratings, all but one in the entire history of Top mm. Gear. Um, so, what was one show apparently where Clarkson was in charge it was rated lower. But apart from that, it's the second worst Top Gear ever made. Um, so, not, things are not looking good for them, and uh, they, I see they're putting Chris Evans, who everyone's complaining about,
0: into the background a bit and getting some of the lesser known presenters mm, to, mm. to host some of the segments and stuff. It's still an odd bunch for me, I don't know. I mean, it is hell. Y- you, can't, you can't top the Clarkson gang, you know, you can't... Uh, the, the trio there, they obviously have something very special. Mm. I would still have thought that there would be some other faces mm. uh, that would be more, I, I guess, um, entertainment value. Mm. You know, more commercial entertainment value, global entertainment yeah. value, not just UK-based entertainment value. Yeah, the thing, the thing that that, that
1: grates me about it is this is a British motoring show, and and the, and the best uh, anchor on the new motoring show is an American, Matt LeBlanc. Mm. Um, that just tells you there's something wrong I would have
0: thought Jay from Friends would have headlined <laughs> <laughs> would have been one of the headline presenters of top, top Gear, gear. <laughs> I, mean, I, would it laughed. I would have laughed at you if you told me this 10 years ago <laughs> but, yeah. anyway so
1: that's always for the week the new Top Gear and I'm actually giving up on it I'm not going to watch the rest of the mm. season
0: cool what's your pick this week Richard? so with all the new hardware that I've been playing with we speak about it every, every week and I'm often flying out a drone shooting video I mean I'm doing a lot more video these days the one thing I do need is, is portable power all the time. Yeah. So what I did was, I bought this battery bank. Um, it's a 15,000 milliamp hour. And the reason why I got this one is, it's the biggest one in the range that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been absolutely phenomenal. It's, it's a brand called Tyson, and I guess it works the same as any other battery bank. I mean, it doesn't have any other sure. major features. It charges your stuff. It's got yeah. two USB ports. One is a one amp, and one is a two amp, which is great for you to, to charge. And uh, yeah, and yeah. also to faster charge your devices. So okay. I'll plug my phone on there, and it'll just, it'll charge within an hour. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the real thing about this the real beauty about this is the fifteen thousand milliamp hour i mean there's i've been charging my phone every day for the last week and i'm still on 50 percent um i've been i've just been charging it as i see the battery goes down to 50 60 percent um and it's been really handy i've also charged some gopro batteries with it which i think is really handy yeah um and um, especially if you if you're out or out in the bush which i'm planning on doing in the next two three months we're going to be shooting a documentary there this is going to be very handy so mm. i can charge everything mm. uh, i've got a solar power panel also over there i think we spoke about that too um which is handy but obviously this yeah. stores the power and you yeah. can do multiple charges
1: yeah for sure yeah i bought a i bought a ten thousand milliamp uh, last year sometime and um, it's it's essential um, mm. keeping your phones charged i just wish we were saying before the show i just wish uh, that you could buy a really big battery bank that you could use to charge your laptop with yeah uh, maybe you can oh. i don't know um but I'm talking, you know, thirty, forty, fifty thousand libras,
0: <laughs> <laughs> proper, uh, proper, proper battery bank, battery yeah. bank so yeah. you can
1: get another, you know, double the battery of your of your laptop. And so many batteries these days, like the MacBooks we're using here, for example, you, you can't replace the battery. No. Um, I used to love my old. I had an old ThinkPad back in the '90s. Um, I think it was running Windows 95 uh, yeah. and DOS. Um, really it was a they called it the Butterfly ThinkPad, um, and it, I had the extended battery pack uh, on this thing, yes. and it, you just slid it in the bottom. This battery lasted for twelve hours um, of real world crazy, use yeah. um, and you could just slide another one if it ran out, so you could mm-hmm. go for twenty four mm-hmm. hours without uh, it was fantastic. But i wish they 'd do that more these days I, I would I would actually consider getting a Windows laptop. Um, if I could buy an extendable battery and you know, I don't mind if I'm on the road I don't mind if the, if the battery sticks out the same distance yeah. as the
0: keyboard on the back for example yeah, sacrifice portability. yeah I mean like the iPhone a lot of the iPhones have this power pack that you put on it's yeah. an, an Apple made yeah. power pack i not seen on mm. I'm surprised nobody's done something for MacBook especially yeah. considering a lot of these guys it probably is a we just on haven't side. come across yeah, it yeah. maybe mm. maybe <laughs> If there is anybody, please let us know. Please we, let
1: we, us know. We'll, we, we, we'll go buy it. We'll yeah. go buy it. <laughs> Sign us up. <laughs> Info at techcentral.ca.za is how you can reach us. Cool. My, my pick this week um, is the new Sony um, smartphone. It's their new, uh, um, what do you call it, high-end, their new uh, flagship. 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 Um, and it's really good. It's um, I, I'm a big fan of the Sony brand. I actually bought the Sony Xperia Z5 um, late last year. I've heard it, there's been a few, a few issues with it, but generally I'm, I'm very happy with uh, the with Z5, although uh, Marshmallow took a bit long to get to this market. Um, but the Sony Xperia X really feels like they've taken the Z, the last Z lineup, and refined it and polished it. It's really good. A couple of interesting things to note. They've Done away with the difference between the Z, the compact and the full size. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of people like the compact device um, because of its size, point five or four point six inches, I think, on yes. the compact. Um, the Z lineup is being phased out, which I think is okay. quite a controversial yeah. move. So, the Z5 and Z5 Compact and Z5 Premium are the last in that lineup, and they're to be replaced with this, which is the Xperia X, and then they've got the Xperia XA, which is a more mid-tier device, and then they've got a larger screen. I think it's—I stand to be corrected here. I think it's the XA Premium or the XA Ultra, uh, which is a six-inch uh, device, but also a mid-tier device. Um, so this has got a Snapdragon eight twenty in it. Nice. So it's a very high-end um, processor, yeah. snappy as hell. Uh, and uh, the the thing that the couple, a couple of couple of things that really stand out for me—it's uh, you um, know—it it goes back to Sony's design. And the Z five was a great uh, from a design perspective as well. But this really is a compact. Um, thin, lightweight device that really oozes s- that Sony um, mm. Xperia and Sony Vio yes, design the, ethos. The quality that you use. Brilliant, explained. bright screen. The fingerprint reader, which is a Bugbear of mine on the Z5. It's just, it just doesn't read your fingers all that well. It's oh, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Is it on the Without side? fail, that's it opens up every time. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 on the side of the phone, on the same place as the power button, and it really that's that's well, I would use my
0: thumb for that because that's how I would hold my phone. You right? can, you yeah yeah roll, yeah. You that's roll all your,
1: yeah yeah. It's it's the best place for a, for a fingerprint reader on a device, I think. And also um, love.
0: Well, I'm just just sitting here. What I can hmm. see is I hated with the previous versions the glass the glass backing. Back, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't like that, but this to me. This would make me buy it if I if I mm. see something that's kind of a matty color, a mm. bit more metal at the back. This is beautiful. If I'm going to criticize it for one thing: is that the
1: camera sticks out ever so slightly, uh, which it didn't on the Z5.
0: With um, a slight bezel around it, right? yeah, slightly raised. It doesn't.
1: It's 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 so it's so minor that you probably won't notice it. Uh, but you know, this is Sony we're talking about. We don't expect yeah, the camera yeah. to stick out. At all? Um, What's the reason that they said? I asked them. Yeah, I asked them. It's the same thickness, I believe, as the Z five, but it, and it's the same sensor. But they've added some extra technology from their Alpha lineup of cameras. Um, something to do with autofocus, if I recall. Um, you can it'll focus on a device that's moving, changing nice. depth. Oh wow! In real time, um, and apparently that technology mm. has um, impacted the depth of the camera so that uh, it sticks out ever so slightly. Uh, they didn't want to make a thicker device. Mm. Uh, but but that's a very minor criticism of what is a fantastic phone. Um, the only other design uh, decision on this phone that, that struck me as odd was they haven't gone for USB C. Mm. It's still a micro USB, um, which is a bit odd since the rest of the market's moved to USB C already. That would have been a nice addition. Mm. But um, otherwise, it's a great phone. I uh, will have a full review up on, uh, on Tech Central. Uh, sometime in the next few weeks. But um so far it looks to be getting around nine, nine and a half out of ten. Very oh, good wow. very good device. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just in the first that I also I like that look and feel. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. It's it's, a, it's it's nothing flashy about
1: it either. Um, it's not mm. it's not like a Galaxy S7 trying to say hey notice me. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it you know you can see it's a phone that just does gets on with the job of what it's meant to be. and yes. that's a phone. Yeah. But that's only the one that I would mm. get this colour too. It's yeah. beautiful. and the five-inch <laughs> phone. I thought it'd be a bit small for me, but it's um, it's actually fine. Um, you know the compact form factor was too small for me, and a lot mm. of people rave mm. about it. Particularly women yeah. love the, five, the the compact form factor, the four and a half inch four and a half, four point six inch yes. size. So, so this five, might be though. too big for. For co- those compact users, but you
0: know it's got a very small bezel, so it fits in your hand very nicely. Um, and the flat edge also. I mean, with the iPhone, I've got a case on, but it's it's yeah. rounded and it's a lot smooth. It slips out of your hand without a case. This mm. you don't, you wouldn't want to put a case on this. This feels like it needs to be like this yeah. all the time. And the obviously problem is, you definitely
1: want to put a case on that thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. This one is still waterproof. And uh, I think it is. I need to check that, but yeah, proof. I, I'm pre- I presume it is. Yeah. It's got a special flap there to cover the um,
0: oh, okay. it's
1: to, to cover the SIM card slot, so I'm sure it's waterproof. Yeah, very nice. Cool. That's well, the Sony Xperia X, and it's on sale in South Africa already. I think the retail price is around 11 or 12. Um, so it's it's in line with the premium pricing for handsets. How much
0: memory is in there? 64,
1: I think
0: okay. it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nice. Cool.
1: So. Um, Is that our show? No, it's not. Quiz results. (laughs) Quiz results. We won't forget this week. (laughs) Let me me kick off with the first question. So we asked, who is providing most of the money uh, for 40i Capital's new tech fund? And the answer, of course, as we mentioned during
0: the show, is MMI Holdings. The second question, which company other than Microsoft reportedly made a bid to buy LinkedIn? The answer, and we spoke about this, Salesforce.com. Question three, Nasper is said to be planning to sell which
1: online auctions business? And the answer is Poland's Allegro.
0: Fourth question, Sony has launched a new flagship Android smartphone in South Africa this past week. What is or what is it called? And that is the Xperia X. And the last question, what is the name
1: of Apple's new desktop operating system announced at WWDC earlier this week? Now, of course, they've changed the name of their uh, desktop OS from MacOS 10 mm. to just MacOS, lowercase m o s one word. Okay. And, um, but we're looking for the code name, uh, for, for for the OS and I think we have to thank Apple for not coming up with a name like Al Capitan again. <laughs> again yeah, <please. laughs> this time around it's called Sierra. Another
0: scenic mountain range I believe. Yeah,
1: indeed. Way. And reminds me of course of the old Sierra Online uh,
0: oh, yes. back in the day in the 80s, the red games. Wasn't like, that Leisure Sweet Larry? I remember that. Leisure, Leisure, Suite. Leisure Suite Larry. You <laughs> can never forget that Sierra logo coming up before the games. With the mountain, yeah, yes, exactly.
1: Yes. Um, Leisure Suit Larry, Police Quest, Space Quest, yes. King's Quest, Monkey and of course Quest for Glory. Okay. Heroes, uh, Heroes Quest, which was brilliant. Uh,
0: Monkey oh, Island, I, I think, was stealthy. someone else.
1: Monkey Island, I think, was uh, uh, someone else. Uh, yeah, I forget no, who. Um, uh, LucasArts, maybe? LucasArts, you're right. LucasArts, yeah. um, but um, Sierra Online, yeah. They, they, so I spent many years of my youth uh, playing playing those Quest games and typing in.
0: Low-bit graphic computers. Yeah. It was Do you remember oh. the password
1: in Leisure uh, Suit Larry? No, no, I, don't. <laughs> I still remember it to this day. <laughs> to get upstairs to the prostitute, Ken, Ken sent me. <laughs> Ken sent me in that dodgy bar downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh
0: I love those games. I
1: <laughs> love those games. No, they don't make them
0: like I used to. <laughs> no, no, indeed. There was real soul in them. Yeah, real soul. And
1: uh, fans enjoy them so much. You know, there's a whole remakes of those old games. You can this. The, all the King's Quest games have been remade by. or well, some of them have been remade yeah. by fans. Um, and there's actually new episodes
0: of King's Quest that have come out. Oh, you wow. can
1: download them for free off the internet and they're
0: good. They're really good. Nice. Um, well, speaking of old games, we'll probably talk about this next week. I'm still yeah. playing with it. But Mario World Builder, which is, yeah. uh, allows you to build old Mario platforms, oh. and you can play them. Oh, cool. That's very cool yeah. I haven't played with it, but uh, I've got the info I'm going to start playing. This oh, year, good. So, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Old games for the win. We
1: should actually have a game segment on the show sometimes. If there's some mm. decent stuff, I play the odd video game. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. PC based mainly. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, let's I'll think about that. Yeah, yeah, let's do. It. Let's do, it. Let's do it. Cool. Well, that's our show for this week. Uh, coming to you from Nav World in Randburg for a change. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll be back next week. Uh, as always, if you've got any feedback on the show, please send us a mail. Uh, email address is info at Tech Central. Co.za. If you know about those um, those uh, battery extenders for laptops, do let us know about them. Um, and so, yeah, that's it from Rechot and myself. Until next time, take care. Cheers. Ciao, ciao. <laughs>